Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It is. And it's kind of like riding a bike, right? I think so. Good morning. What's up? Six o'clock club. We're back. We're live this morning. From the streets of Mount Washington, Maryland. What's up? We start every show focused on you. And especially because we had a couple days off the 6 o'clock club. Like, what's going on? How are we feeling? What's the latest? We missed some big news. What you excited about? Text us. We'll shout you out. 410-583-1065. Who's up, Jess? Good morning to Veronica. Jess R. in Westminster is your happy sixth birthday to Sophie. Yo, Sophie. Magic Mike, good morning. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Mr. W. is here with us this morning. Our neighbor, John the Annapolis locator. Clever Kevin checking in. We have Stephanie in Nottingham. Good morning to Christine. Beautiful Beverly. Drew from Precise Performance. Terry is up with us this morning. John from Middle River. Miss Denise driving bus 558. Terrence, uh, Raymond, and Priscilla, good morning. And our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Happy Wednesday. Want to make sure we get you in here. Come on. 410-583-1065. Text us and we will shout you out. How you feeling? I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Um, honestly, the weather has been super nice. I feel like it's officially, can we say that? I know it's not like officially, officially summer, but I feel like we're we're creeping on out of that. At least today, where it's going to feel really good. I feel safer now with Maryland weather. May usually, from what I've learned from being here for the last three years, is like, May, typically, you can start to, like, put your coat away. But I don't know. Like, if, yeah. it, if it was, like, 30 tomorrow, would you be shocked? No. Like, nothing, nothing blows my mind anymore with Maryland weather. I never expect anything. Yeah. <laughs> I check my weather app every single morning because I never know what to get myself into. You know? Y'all, Garage Boy and I were so, so thankful. We just took our engagement photos on Saturday, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, we were terrified because you never know what was going to happen. Yeah, but, like, dude. thankfully, the weather was perfect in Annapolis, and we had so much fun. We got a lot to catch up on. Had a couple days off. Um, let's start with Would You Rather Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Yes. Would You Rather Wednesday. And this is going to be a tricky one today, all right? It's not going to feel so great, but I want you to really think about this one. This is where I give you two situations. Both are unfortunate, clearly, but you just got to... Ch- it's just... Ma- it's used to like make you think about like which one would you rather do in these two unfortunate circumstances. So for today, would you rather never be able to go to anyone's wedding... 
Jess, we're less than a year now from yours. That includes yours. By the way, if you decide to get married, this is How very is specific. How is that possible? You can have, you can have a <laughs> civil ceremony. This is already dumb. You okay. can have a civil ceremony, but only one witness would be there. That's it. Okay. Okay? If you're going to get married, that's it. You get your tiny ceremony. One person can be there. Okay. Or you have to go to a funeral every day. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Think about that. Would you rather never be able to go to anyone's wedding or have to go to a funeral every single day? You got to choose one or the other. Yeah, I guess I'd have to do uh, nobody's wedding because at least, at least you know, at this point, I'm just going to have to catch the recaps. You know what I mean? <laughs> at this point, it'll be streamed online. Everyone's posting their That's videos. True. So I'm just going to have to stream it from home. That's not a bad idea. Man, I hate going to funerals. I I can't go to funerals. I also, also hate going to weddings. Jess, I decided your funeral, I mean, your wedding, your funeral, your wedding is the last wedding I'm going to, and then I'm retiring from weddings. That's Are you it. really? Yeah. I'm like hanging the jersey up after that. Okay. Um, that, I, mean, that means you can't get mad when people don't invite you, though. No, it's okay. I really, I, I'm excited to go blow it out one more time for a wedding. Okay. And then that's it. Your We're last done. suit up. That's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay not going to anyone's wedding after Jess's. I'm really, truly completely fine with that. I think you go to so many weddings in a lifetime and you're like, this is fine. I get what's going to happen. Send me the recap as well. So I'm going to, I mean like, God, this is so hard. Because I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to a funeral. I'll still, I'll choose the wedding situation because I just don't want to go to a funeral every single day. Yeah, that's too hard. No. 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 After 45 years, Hard Rock Veterans Kicks have announced their retirement and they will play one final concert on September 17th at Meriwether. The band wanted to do a hometown send-off, which originally formed in Hagerstown in 1977. Kicks actually revealed the news uh, while performing on stage last Sunday at the M3 Festival. Tickets for the final show are officially on sale. They went on sale yesterday morning at 10 a.m. And a local, also another locally legendary band, Child's Play will open for their final show in September. That's a long run. You 45 guys, years. Can you imagine 45 years? For y'all, y'all have been married for 10 years, 20 years, 30. I mean, you know exactly what they've been through. 45 years. Mm-hmm. That's, that's impressive, man. Great run. Number two. This sounds so nasty, you guys. Velveeta is now selling cheese-filled chocolate. They partnered with the Gourmet Candy Company, and they're available online while supplies last. So this is a limited-time thing. They're called Velveeta Chocolate Truff Vels. Each one is shaved like the Velveeta shells and cheese pasta, but they're not cheap. A box of five is going to cost you $25 for these things, okay, for pieces of chocolate. They're filled with the same cheese sauce that's used in their boxes for their mac and cheese, but the shells are white chocolate. They're not milk chocolate, and then they used food coloring to make them yellow. I'm trying to think of like the flavors all together. So, we're, do you we're... put chocolate with cheese? I've never, I've never done that before. I mean, I feel like fancy people do that sometimes, but like, just put those, just think about those flavors separately. Like white chocolate, okay? Like taste that in your mouth for a second. Now taste Velveeta cheese, okay? Get that taste. Now put those together. Or do people I... do that with like the chocolate? You know how? What do, what do you do when you like put stuff? Little in fondue. Chocolate? Yeah. Is that is that what that is? I, mean, it, I don't know. It kind of sounds a no. nasty. It's a no. Number one. Actor Robert De Niro is a new dad for the seventh time. The actor recently corrected a reporter who called De Niro a father of six by responding, I actually just had a baby. 
Page Six reports that the 79-year-old actor has not revealed the mother of the child. However, his girlfriend, 45-year-old Tiffany Chen, was showing off a baby bump last month. The couple was first seen together in 2021, but some speculate that they've actually been connected since co-starring in 2015's The Intern. De Niro's oldest child is 51 years old. His youngest is 11. And after 20 after 20 years of marriage, De Niro divorced his wife, Grace Hightower, in 2018. I feel like we've got to do a search today of Maryland's oldest dad. Like, who became the father, the oldest? Because even, like, I, you know, I'll be 40 in a couple of weeks. And I'm sitting here like, man, I don't know. I don't know if it's in the cars or me at 40. Then you see Robert De Niro. This man is double my age. This man still having babies out here? <laughs> I think the funniest thing was how casual he did it. It was literally during an interview. He didn't mean to be like, hey, guys, I had a baby. He's like, oh, no, I actually, I have one on the way. And everyone's like, it's just, wait, what? Wait, what? Grandpa, what? <laughs> this is Jess, and that was your top three. If you've ever had some long-running family drama, maybe you get some advice on how to handle this next situation. So I told you guys, God, maybe a couple months ago that I haven't talked to my brother or my sister since the holidays. And I swore to my mama that I wasn't going to share publicly what happened. It wasn't a huge deal, but it just got like blown way out of proportion. Things were said. And I basically was like, hey, listen, this is getting like way too much for me at this point. I'm stepping away. When you guys are ready to apologize, you come to me and let me know. I thought it was going to be a couple of weeks, you know, mm-hmm. that here's something back, maybe early January. Well, here it is now, mid-May, and I hadn't heard really much of anything from my brother or sister at all. Mm-hmm. Until last night, I got an email from my sister, and I don't know how to handle this situation now. So, short email from her. She says... Hey, Steven, your birthday is coming up, and I'd like to celebrate somehow. I hate that we are at odds, but life is short, and I'd like to move forward with a workable relationship. I've been in therapy to work through some personal things. How can we move forward? Love you. That's nice. It's nice. It's nice, right? Um, Let me tell you the first thing that came to my mind, all right, was it doesn't sound like you're ready to apologize yet. (laughs) It doesn't sound like you're ready to... (laughs) Like workable relationship to me sounds like maybe we're just going to have to agree to disagree Mm -hmm. on the whole issue and move forward. But for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was this doesn't sound like you're ready to apologize. Um, how does that email hit you? Like how does, then that's why I wanted to bring it to you this morning. And maybe you've had some long running family drama where, he could have gone on for. I mean, this could this could possibly go on for years because I feel like both all sides now are just being like, "Well, we're just not going to handle." It. I'm as as happy as I am. She reached out and it didn't make me feel good. I guess I'm apprehensive to kind of get back into the conversation because what I don't want it to do is just get right back into it and everything blow up all over again. Mm-hmm. If she's not willing to like take responsibility, nor do I want to email her back and be like, "Okay, well, you ready to apologize?" Because <laughs> I don't think that's really the right thing. No, it's to, not. to do either. I yeah. mean, Jess, your take on this? Like, how do you how do you handle it when you you? And I know I know you've had family drama too, where you're like, God, I just don't want to reengage with this, and we're going to be doing the same thing all over again. Yeah, I think for her to say workable, I think when also her mentioning therapy and she's working through a lot of things, I feel like the fight that happened was basically just the last straw that pushed you guys to the point that you're at. Right. And I feel like it stems from a lot of things that you haven't handled. It's just been kind of like building up and building up. So I think when she mentions workable, there's things that she needs 
needs to work through with you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry for happened for what happened in December. It's like I think it's going to be coming from a place of I don't think I've been happy with our relationship for whatever amount of time she's coming from. Yeah. So I think she's hoping that both of you guys can come to a place to move forward because I don't think what happened is like what you know, is like the end all of your guys' relationship. I think it was just the last thing that pushed you over the edge, to be honest. How would you respond to that email? I would I would be like, um, it's, it's so great to hear from you, and I would love to have a discussion on how both of us can be happy and have a healthy relationship moving forward. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. both of you guys deserve that, not I, just one and, over the other. I agree. And it's so hard. It's so hard when you, and we talked about this earlier in the show too, about when you set boundaries of, okay, this is how, if we're going to do this, this is what I want it to be like. Uh, if you want continue a relationship I'd like an apology from you and then to kind of wait it out and I've just been waiting it out I want to play this right because I do want things to be better yeah so I'll keep you posted on how it goes how many dates did you have to go on before you finally met your partner right like think about how many people you think you dated before before garage boy Um, I mean long term short term term anything like how many people do you think you actually even including one date probably like five I, yeah, literally, I think I'm Ish. maybe at, in my whole entire life, probably at like 50, 75 dates total, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guy in New York, though, that I think is going to take the record, and we'll look at it right now in the singles table. Hey, you're now sitting at the singles table. Now, with Kramer. Mix 106.5. Yes, yes. Welcome. Sit down at this thing to be called the singles table. You know what I'm talking about. This is the place that we're thrown during weddings. <laughs> is that where I'm sitting at your wedding, by the way, Jess? No. The singles table? No, you're not. That, <laughs> that table's going to be too lit for you. Okay. You and your mom will be placed somewhere else. Safe. Safe <laughs> and sound. That's where I've been sitting, though, for a while, y'all. This singles table. Five, over five years now. Have I not been in, like, a full-term relationship? And it's a weird world. It's a weird world. So when... There is single news to be broken. I'm the one to bring it to you. And yet we're talking about, like, how many dates do you have to go on before you finally meet the one? And I'd be curious, too, with your answer. If you want to text us, 410-583-1065. There's a guy in New York. His name is Joey. And he has been over 600 first dates. What? 600 first dates. He's 43 years old. He's an entrepreneur. He owns a restaurant up there. Oh, okay. And... He says he's met so many women. I mean, I'm sure. That he has over a thousand of their numbers in his phone. Oh, which is like, my. okay, humble brag. How you, first of all, how do you meet a thousand women? I don't think hey, I've met a thousand yes. women just even platonically in my lifetime, but uh, okay. So he owns a, he owns a cafe. I wonder yeah. if he's literally, I mean, I don't know. Everybody cor- comes through. Everyone comes through. <laughs> you know, and he's like, oh yeah, I got you. Here, here. This one's on me. Nice, nice move, Joey. This guy's done everything from match to bumble to hinge to everything. So what's the problem, right? Don't you start to wonder after a while? So like maybe is it is it Joey just not wanting to commit at this point? Because I even wondered that point. Like is it, I just haven't found the one, or do I just not really want to settle down yet? Six hundred feels excessive. That's though. a lot. That's a lot. Joey says, I don't want to say that I'm picky, but I'm just honest about wanting to feel a certain way. Yeah. Says there have been occasions where I've been more interested in the girls, but I've had a very few bad first dates. I like to meet new people. He says his one piece of dating advice is always follow your gut. 
I mean, what's the situation here? If you had to break this down, what do I you just think? feel like that is just too much. I feel like being in a, owning a coffee shop, seeing everybody come through, seeing all these women come through, I think it's a matter of feeling like something else is better out there. Would that be a- and once you start, it almost sounds addictive, to be honest. Wouldn't that be a red flag to you? Six hundred. You, you sat down with somebody and they were like, and you're, hey. And you're, hey, "Hey, nice to meet you." Six hundred one. Wouldn't you just kind of assume? And I don't know. Again, being single for a while, I know there is a weird difference between like really, really, especially early on. Like I felt like I wanted to commit, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I really want to be in a relationship. This is post divorce. I really want to be in a relationship, but I think like deep down in my soul, I knew I didn't really want to be in a relationship uh-huh. and I'm kind of wondering that's the situation too we're like, like 600 six, you tell me out of 600 dates no I think he just likes the <laughs> like, thrill of speed dating like you couldn't find one okay you guys I need you to hold me to this from this point forward I will not stress out over wedding things <laughs> why do I not believe this is everyone laughing together at why? the same time <laughs> Why are you in a freakishly good mood? Even because we had a couple days off and I'm I'm kind of curious this mood. Your vibe seems very chill. Very chill. And I wasn't sure if it was the couple days of extra sleep or if something was actually going on. Something's <laughs> weird. What's wrong? You're, you're too calm today. <laughs> we had a uh, garage boy and I took our engagement photos this weekend in Annapolis on Saturday. And it was like just pure wedding bliss. Yeah? Yeah. How so? I think, well, first of all, it was the first thing that we got to share together and do together. And, like, the weather was beautiful, and I feel like leading up to that, both of us were, like, really nervous. I found myself very nervous, and, like, once we started taking pictures, to have the feeling of, like, both of us just feeling so comfortable with each other and just being so excited to celebrate it with each other was so special and I think more than just like oh my gosh this like we're getting married like this is happening kind of feeling it was also this kind of like everything in our lives all the good and the bad has basically led us to this moment like being together finding each other being together in Maryland like just kind of like walking the streets of Annapolis and the sun is setting and you see the Capitol and like there's like people are walking by and they're like congratulations they don't even know you but they know you're like taking pictures (laughs) it felt like and that's one of the reasons why I love Annapolis is because when you're walking through there to me one of my favorite thing being from California one of my favorite things about living on the east coast is like there's parts of here that make you feel like you're in a storybook And so walking through Annapolis on Saturday, it really felt like that. And it kind of put things into perspective for me where I know that I've shared with you guys a lot of like the stresses of guest lists and what I'm doing and having to plan the wedding from across the country has caused me a lot of stress. But being together and enjoying that moment with Garage Boy really grounded me as to like what we're doing and why we're doing it and what really matters. And so it made everything else like all of the minor stresses and annoying things that I tend to fixate on really don't matter. I think that's what happens is when you get into it, and it could be any of these milestone moments. It could be your wedding. It could be like buying a first house. It could be, I mean, anything that you're having to go through a bunch of processes for, you know, where you're like, okay, we got a list of everything we got to do. Mm-hmm. We got to knock all of this out. Yeah. Well, you kind of forget what you're actually doing in the first place. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be happy. This is not supposed to be extremely stressful. Yes. Now, do I do I think it's a fair expectation 
to think just because you guys had a great weekend that there will be no more stress from here on out. I do not think that would be a very smart mentality to have. Right. Because I just don't think that's going to be realistic. But I think my priorities have definitely shifted. And I've also noticed, and I think maybe I was giving off this more of like a stressed and like wrong perspective off more than I realized because I've noticed a lot of like our our listener family members have been like sending me reels on Instagram and they're all like, the day is just about you guys. Don't worry about like the minor details. I've been getting a lot of those from you guys. Yeah. And so like after this weekend, I was like, maybe I really need to like chill out and refocus and just kind of, you know, just be thankful for the experience and enjoy the experience and not so much stress over like the day and making it sure. you know special for other people when it's just really about us. One thing you had shared last week was you were a little paranoid that Garage Boy because these photo shoots you know you're either a photo shoot person or you're not. Like Jessica, like you put a camera in front of her, she's going to give you angles, she's going to give you poses, she's going to give you everything. I'm the opposite kind of person, right? You put a camera in front of me, I get kind of awkward, kind of strange. Garage Boy is kind of like me. How do you feel like he did? Was he awkward in the photo shoot or did he handle it like a pro? He made me more comfortable. He made me more comfortable because of how because of how like affectionate and comfortable he was being. Yeah. It made me put my walls down because I mean I love a camera anywhere, any time of the day, but I've never been like intimate and lovey dovey with my person like that in front of a camera before. And because he was he just like he went he just like dived in. I was like, Oh my god. (laughs) Who is this man? Who is this model? (laughs) What? Is this GQ? Oh my god! I'm glad. I'm glad it was everything. You know, we've been kind of following Jess's wedding. She's getting married next May, so a little less than a year. It's been kind of fun to watch the experience. And now we can check off engagement photo shoot. When will we see the photos? You think? I don't know yet. You know, you're gonna back. I'm not sure. I, yeah. I think in a month I'll get like all of them. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know if I want to post the previews yet. Previews yet? Because I, I think it. I want to see it. all of them first. <laughs> you know a lot of I mean? pressure to get just the right one. I get it. Let's take it easy this morning and do a round of kid jokes. It's Kramer and Jess. This has become our signature segment because we didn't realize how many funny kids there were in Maryland. I thought this segment might last, I don't know, six months of the best. Yes. But here we are, years later, Jess, still laughing it up with the kids. What is kid jokes? It's when kids from all over the state of Maryland take over our show and tell us their best and funniest kid joke, and then we do our best to solve them. But I think... Maybe everyone likes to enjoy it just because it's probably, it's very difficult for you and I to do. It's just hard. Yeah. Like, even if you don't have a kid in the car with you right now, try to answer these because they're way more difficult than jokes used to be when we were growing up. And I don't know why. I'm not sure why they changed, why they evolved, but they got funnier, they got harder. They're riddles, too. So, if you're (laughs) a funny, it's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, we just had chicken cross the road and like a few others, but this is really, the kids are getting deep with these now. So, if you're a funny kid... And you want to share your joke with us and see if we can solve it. Let me give you the phone number. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Call us. Leave us the message with your best joke. And then we will solve it. Gabby, Kevin, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. My joke is, what do you call a cow that's in an earthquake? What do you oh. call a cow? Oh, is, to- it, is it a milkshake? I, I, we'll start strong. I, I feel, feel like good about this week, too. Right? I feel like milkshake sounds right. It sounds good. I feel good about it. Milkshake. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Gabby. She meant business. She came in strong. I, know, I liked Gabby, it. Gabby, seven. This is what it is. I like it. 855-KID-JOKE. <laughs> My name is Bennett. I'm nine years old. 
and I live in Costco, and my joke is, why didn't the turkey cross the road? Why didn't or did the turkey cross the road? Why did the turkey? Why did the turkey cross the road? Is it to catch up with the chicken? I feel like the chicken always has to be involved. I'm kind of confused. It's like throwing me because it's not. It can't be like gobble gobble. It's too early for like Thanksgiving jokes, right? I agree. I agree. Unless, unless that's what they want us to think. I feel like with these jokes, and this is what we've learned over the years of doing this, we've kind of become pros at kid jokes. Not really. The chicken. Actually, well, the opposite of that. <laughs> we've heard a lot, at least. The chicken always has to be involved. He always has to be involved with the road. I'm gonna go to run away from the chicken. To run, either run away or to get to like to follow. He was following the chicken to see the chicken. He, the chicken's involved somehow because he was chicken. Oh, because he was. He didn't he, cross the road. He didn't cross the road because he was chicken. chicken. It always has to involve the chicken. Just okay. keep that in the back of your mind. Anytime I cross that uh, cross the road joke comes up, chicken's involved. Okay. My name is Anthony. I am ten. I'm from Baltimore, and here's my joke. Why can't pirates learn the alphabet? Why can't pirates learn the alphabet? It has to be an R in there. Because they only know R. Because they, yeah. Because they only know R. Wait, because they it's either R or like C, right? Damn it. Because they're lost at sea. Yeah, yeah, right? Are we going to see your Because they're lost at sea. Because you're going lost at sea? I think so. I'm going with you because they only know R. But they spend years at sea. They spend years at sea. Damn it, Jessica. Yeah. Well done, well done. 855 Kid Joke. David, and I'm 12 years old, and I'm from Baltimore, and this is my juice. What did the shark say when he ate the clownfish? No, not finding Nemo. <laughs> Fish are friends, not food. What did the shark say when he ate the clownfish? Maybe he was like, fish are not friends, they are food. Because why has it got to be a clownfish? Obviously, this is like a Nemo reference. That makes me sad. That went way too deep. Has to be something about joke, funny. I think you, you went no, way you too can, Disney no, on no, this. It, no, it has to be me finding Nemo. He said it tasted a little funny. Say it tasted a little Whoa! funny. You get it because it's a clownfish. Okay, I like that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We need your help this morning setting a new Maryland state record. Today we are going to attempt to crown the man who is or was the oldest new father. Okay? Oldest new father. Meaning that you, this could have been you, this could have been your baby's daddy, this could have been your father, can take the record in the whole entire state of Maryland for having a baby child at the oldest age. And we got to this because our guy, Robert De Niro, is really, really pushing the limits of this, wasn't he? Yeah, he is a father for the seventh time. Robert De Niro is 79 years old, and he casually revealed to a reporter recently who referred to him as a father of six, and he said, no, I'm actually a father of seven because I just had a baby. At 79. At 79, he just had his seventh child. His oldest is 51 years old. I'm hoping this segment's going to make me feel better in a sense because as an almost 40-year-old, I'm like, man, maybe it's not the cards for me. Maybe I'm just kind of aged out of this whole dad thing. But I think we might hear some stories today. Guys that are having babies, I don't know. In their 50s? I, I don't think we're going to get a 79-year-old. You think Robert De Niro is going to take the crown I mean, for that one? I think that's going to be... I think that's going to really be hard to get close to in reality, right? So I will start the record today. I have a friend that a few months ago had his very first child. This is the very first one. This doesn't have to be first baby. This can be a baby at any point, yeah, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. But he had his very first child, 45 years old. Okay. 45 years old. And to me, that even seemed like, man, that's kind of, you know, for having your first kid, that's, you know, that's getting up there. But I'd be kind of curious of like, where in the state of Maryland do we sit? So if, listen, this could be you, like maybe you're the guy that had a kid and you were, you know, over the age of 45, call us. This could be your, uh, your baby's daddy. This could be your father. This could be somebody that you just know of. Either way will work fine for us. 410-583-1065. We start with Brittany in Annapolis. Hello, Brittany. Hi. This is who? What, uh, what, what, what male figure would you like to nominate here for the running? My dad. Okay. okay. And your dad was how old when he became a father? Or maybe that became well, a birth to child. Yeah, father, it's for child? my little sister. Um, he was 47. 47 years nice. old. It's impressive. <laughs> I honestly don't know where that's going to fall in the big scheme of things, right? Like, will we get way higher than that? Because that sounds, I mean, you hear 47, a dad of 47, you're like, dang, that's up there. But will it be? It, it, it doesn't feel old to me, though. I think it's just because my, I mean, I don't know. My my dad was acting like he was 23 at 47. So it, it doesn't feel old to me. Kelly, what male would you like to nominate for this competition? Uh, my husband. And how old was your husband when he had was the father of a child? Um, our last child, he turned 50, and then I gave birth two days later. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. He's still got it, too, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. My guy's still out here. That, that is impressive, but I think actually we have higher than that. Uh, this is Tiffany on line four from Glen Burnie. Tiffany, good morning. Good morning. You can beat 50 years old for a man having a child. I can. Um, my dad was 55 and had a child with a girl that I graduated from high school with. Okay. Wait, what? Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, your, phone, your, your, phone's, your phone's a little, it's Wait, a little staticky. Turn, turn the music down. Yeah, we got to get bit. this story straight. Tiffany, 
Okay, you're on Bluetooth. Yeah, take us off Bluetooth for a second. We got to hear the story very loud and clear. Here. Yeah, what now? Yeah. Okay, my dad was 55 and had a child, my little sister, with a girl that I graduated from high school with. I was actually friends with her. And, yeah, they had a child when I had my first child. <laughs> so my sister is three months older than my daughter. Wow. <laughs> Are you all cool? Okay. Like, how how is the no, friendship? No, okay. no. No, we, we weren't. That was too weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, there, there... That was kind of like my moment. I should have been enjoying my first child at 25. And yeah. yeah, but meanwhile, Dad's over here with your high school Stealing friend. Stealing the shine. Yeah. It's a little tricky. Yeah. I gotta be honest, though. Tiffany, as, as hard as that and weird as that moment may have been, I don't know that anyone's gonna be able to beat that record. We're gonna give it a shot. Right now, Tiffany's dad was the father... At age 55. Now, it happened to be with one of her, one of her high school friends. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. We're not let's saying it's not let's messy. Let's ignore okay? that because <laughs> Tiffany deserves her shine. Is there anybody that can beat that story? Hi, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. You can beat 55. Yes. My cousin's husband, 61, had child. Wow. My cousin's husband. <laughs> wow. I love it. Third wife. That's... Third wife. What's oh, that? Third one at 61? What's that? No, um, tenth child at sixty-one. Wait, tenth Ooh. child. Wait, was it was it planned or was that like a not a little a surprise. surprise? No, it was planned. Damn. Okay. My guy's like, oh, give me all the kids at this point. I ain't trying to go out without without double digits wow. of kids. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Can somebody beat that for real? Uh, this is Melissa from Glen Burnie on line one. Oh my gosh, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Can you beat 61? I can. My grandfather was 76. 76? Yes, it was a long time ago. I I did not meet him, of course, but it's definitely common knowledge. Um, Her, my grandmother, was actually in her 30s, and the interesting thing is actually that he survived my grandmother. What? Wow. Like a few more years. My yeah. God, yeah. My guy. My guy is yep. just. How many kids total by the age of 76? So my mom was the last one. She was the ninth. Wow. And she was, um, which was definitely, it was very, very common knowledge because my mom was an auntie to a bunch of kids that were like 20, 30 years. I, okay, I'm just, this is a shout out to every dad that's in his like 30s, 40s right now. You think you're tired? Okay, like you think you're having a hard time right now? Okay, hang on. I want to give it to you. I want to give you the oldest at 76, but we got to listen to this story and see if we can count this one. Hey, Keely from Baltimore City, good morning. Good morning. You know of, of, a, of a, a guy that was the father over the age of 76 years old? Yes, I do. And what was the my story? A, so my husband is a teacher in Baltimore City, and he had a senior about five years ago whose father turned 100 his senior year of high school. Wait, what? So, so how? And I said, I didn't believe it when he told me. And I was like, no, that's his grandfather raising him. And my husband's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Still that's out there. his father. Okay, so then how oh, old wow. would that have made him then when he gave birth to this, this student? 
Like 82? 82 years old. He he definitely uh, beat Robert De Niro there. Two years so old. Just by a few years, though. Robert's <laughs> 79. Y'all, that is unbelievable. We're going to give it then to that. 82-year-old. This gentleman, 82 years old, still out here giving birth. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Sam Smith tickets. Number three. The Sorry Puppy Tour, the world's largest and first all-women reggaeton party is coming to Baltimore. With an all-female lineup of DJs, dancers, and performers, women can enjoy music, tons of Instagrammable photo ops, signature cocktails, and a safe, empowering space to have the perfect girls' night out. The all-women reggaeton party will be at Ram's Head Live downtown. Uh, it's 18 and up, and you can get tickets and more info at sorrypoppy.com. That's going to be this Friday. Number two. New guidance says most women should begin screening for breast cancer at the age of 40. With the first update since 2016, the U.S. Preventative Service Task Force, an independent national group of experts that set standards for tests and screenings, says that women with average risk should be screened every other year between ages 40 and 74. Before, the recommendation suggested uh, to begin screenings at age 50 unless they had higher risk factors. But with higher rates of breast cancer among women in their 40s, the task says that there's more value in screening at younger ages and could potentially save 19% more lives. I'm just hoping that, like, insurance will hop on with that, you know, recommendation as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that works, so don't, don't take my word for it at all. But, you know, listen, like, this stuff is getting scary and scary. I had a friend that was 32 that had breast cancer, you know? Mm-hmm. You just n- never really know, and why not be extra safe? I don't see what the harm of it is, right, right. In, in testing Testing early. Number one. Michael Keaton is re-teaming with Tim Burton to bring us a long-awaited sequel of the classic hit Beetlejuice 2. The movie has officially been given the green light, and it's set to hit theaters in September of 2024. Michael Keaton is set to reprise his role as Beetlejuice. Uh, Winona Ryder will also return as Lydia Dietz. And just announced, Wednesday star Jenna Ortega has just scored a role in the film as well. Which I think is awesome for her. They, they worked on Wednesday together, so that makes that makes sense, Tim Burton and her. So that's... Yeah. I just saw this Beetlejuice. This is going to be pretty cool. I just saw for the first time last year. Oh, I never, really? I never saw Beetlejuice before. Uh, it's such a weird movie, man. It's weird. Like, it's just so bizarre. Like, I don't I don't even know that I liked it or I hated it. I, don't, I think I'm still kind of confused about exactly like what the hell happened in those hour and a half I was watching it. I think, cool. yeah, I'm excited to see Jenna Nostalgia, this. yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. This is about the most Maryland segment we could ever come up with. We call this To Bay or Not To Bay. To Bay or Not To Bay. That is the Maryland question. Be honest. Nobody's come up with something more Maryland than an old Bay radio segment, right? Truly, it's pretty iconic. Like, point us to the radio station that's doing something more Maryland than that, and I will take them on personally. (laughs) (laughs) What is to Bay or not to Bay, Jess? We put Old Bay on random items that you typically would not put Old Bay on. So we've done chocolate, hot chocolate, watermelon, orange juice, pickles, all the things, because obviously Old Bay is amazing, but... It's not amazing on everything. Yeah, and that was like that's kind of the state mentality, right? Which mm-hmm. is you can put Old Bay on anything and it's better, but it's not really true. Is what we found out from doing this project for the last couple of months. And every week, I also think that we've run out of food items to try. I'm like, this is going to be the last week we're going to be able to do this because we've been yeah. doing it now for two years. Mm-hmm. 
But what are we doing this week, Jessica? So this week is actually National Apple Pie Day. So I legit got a pie. I have an apple pie right here in my hand. So and topical. we're going to see if we like Old Bay on it. Uh, one thing about me is I hate pie. Every pie? I don't like pie. What, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the crust. It's like the consistency. As far as fruit goes, I just don't think it should be mushy mm-hmm. ever. It's a lot of bad things. And I either. don't want it to be hot. I just, I just feel like fruit is good by itself. So I've never liked pie. It also, this is also um, kind of like trauma for me because every year my family offers me pie on Thanksgiving and they forget that I don't like pie, but I've never liked pie. Yeah. So this is kind of a traumatic episode for me. All right. Well, let's, you know what? Let's. Should I just eat it by itself? Yeah, just try a bite. Maybe, because here's what I found too is like my taste buds change over time. Okay. You might be down with it now. Sure. There's something. You sound like my father again. (laughs) Let me just taste this. Daddy trauma. Hey, you want some? Hey, bud, you want some pie? Dad, how many times, how many times in my life have I told you I don't like pie? Just like no one listened to me? Just or? try it. Just try the pie. Okay. Just try and see what you think. If you hate it, you hate it, but Here right. we go. apple pie, just straight up apple pie. No. No, I hate, I, okay. hate okay. I literally but, hate it. I literally hate it. So really the question this week is, do you hate it less with Old Bay? That's what we're going... Okay, it's not that bad. You act like it's that's too dramatic for what it's worth. Yeah, okay, I really don't like that. All right, let's try it with Old Bay and let's see if you like it. If you hate it less, okay. But seriously, think about it from like a, like a standard human being, Jess, like a normal person. I don't, I don't know why normal people like to have that. All right, try. This is, we're doing Old Bay on apple, apple pie. pie. Is it is it better with Old Bay? Here we go. Here we go. Not the consistency. Mm-hmm. Taste only. No. Taste only. No. Taste. Why? It seems like it could be really good. No, it doesn't taste good. Um, the flavors of the applesauce vibes that it's giving me, <laughs> along with the spiciness of the Old Bay, they're fighting each other. They're not, not even friends. They're not. They're not even friends right now. <laughs> Don't do it. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.